Richmond, the director for New York and New Jersey for ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, coming to you from the front lines. ADL is on the front line every day fighting anti-Semitism and hate, and this show brings that to you from the WVOX studios in New York. In the battle against hate, ADL's partnership with law enforcement is a key relationship for us. And as I have said on prior shows, that relationship goes both ways. Yes, it is about responding to or preventing egregious anti-Semitic incidents and other incidents of hate, but it is also about ADL providing intelligence to law enforcement, as well as education on hate crimes, extremism, and anti-Semitism. We do this work day in and day out with law enforcement at the local, state, and federal level. While ADL never seeks recognition for this work, it is incredibly powerful and meaningful When that recognition comes from law enforcement, as it did a few weeks ago when ADL New York, New Jersey, received the Director's Community Award from FBI National Director Christopher Wray, I was deeply honored to be the representative from ADL to receive this award at FBI headquarters in Washington, D.C. We were nominated by the FBI's office in Newark, New Jersey, which is headed by Special Agent in Charge James Dennehy. I'm thrilled to welcome SAC Dennehy to the show today to give us his insider perspective on the FBI and why he nominated ADL New York, New Jersey for this incredibly coveted award. Welcome, Jim, too, from the front lines. Thanks very much. I appreciate you having me on. So let's start where I just left off. What is the Director's Community Award? So it was established back in 1990, so that's almost now 35 years ago, and um, it was established to publicly acknowledge the achievements of all those in the community working to make a difference, not only in their communities, but through education and prevention of crime and violence. So every field office, and there's 56 of them around the United States, we have the opportunity to nominate an individual or a group every single year uh, for the last 33 years or so. And uh, this year we chose the ADL of New York and New Jersey. We're happy to do so. Thank you so much. Really very, very special. And let me ask you, why ADL? Of all the community, many community organizations with whom I'm sure you work, why did you nominate us? Well, we've had a long history with you, as you know. Um, And you have a long history of working with law enforcement in general, the FBI in particular, government officials, other community leaders, and uh, the general populations in order to help fight hate. That's really what it comes down to. You have a great track record when it comes to outreach with uh, elected officials at the federal, state, and the local uh, levels in order to fa- uh, fight for fair and just legislation to combat hate crimes and other variety of uh, civil rights issues. You protect victims of crime, which is important. We do that uh, in the FBI as well. We have many victim specialists that um, work with victims from the time of the crime all the way through trial and beyond in order to help protect them, and we think that's very important. And then finally, because of the amount of training and education that you do, not only with um, community police trainings, but also to students, educators, uh, community members as well when it comes to bullying, hate, bias as well. So for us, you're a logical candidate. And I know that last year in particular, especially in New Jersey, we, we worked together on uh, on a number of incidents, uh, which probably, unfortunately, uh, made us uh, top of mind. Maybe maybe talk through some of those incidents. 
I've been here for about a year, and since I've gotten here, I can think of four off the top of my head um, that have been hate crimes or civil rights violations targeting the Jewish community. There have been many others targeting African-American communities and the LGBTQ communities. And specifically, uh, the one we worked with you the most on was the Sayreville incident, where an individual had written a manifesto looking to attack Jersey-based synagogues, and uh, he communicated that manifesto across the Internet. Within a few short hours, we were able to identify him, work with uh, community leaders and local and state law enforcement, apprehend him, and now he's been charged. We had others who, uh, an individual in Bloomfield, looked to firebomb a synagogue. We were able to capture him within a few days of that taking place as well. And then other incidents that took place in uh, Lakewood, with an individual targeting members of the Jewish community, and another individual who also wrote a manifesto stole a school bus and was looking to um, attack groups, whether it be Jewish or African-American, LGBTQ, and others, law enforcement uh, groups as well, was it written in the manifesto. So um, long story short, four incidents within the last year. Thankfully, we were able to work with local state community leaders as a way of apprehending four individuals and bring them to justice. Now, I know the answer to this question, but maybe for the listeners, tell them a little bit about how ADL and FBI would work together in, in such an instance. So many times you're, you and other Jewish community uh, leaders might be getting tips and providing information to us where we may use that as the uh, initiation of what the FBI does. Or if uh, vice versa, we're aware of an, a tip through other sources or means, we're going to be in contact with you, other agencies, other community organizations, as a way of getting whatever messaging out we can to help protect the public immediately, to talk about the existence of a threat, to talk about if that threat has been mitigated or not, to share with the security apparatus within the ADL, like yourself, of those types of uh, sensitivities that we can um, uh, share with you so that you could um, maybe further take action within uh, your own organization or within your own groups. And at the end of the day, it really comes down to over-communicating and sharing as much in intelligence and information as possible. Yeah, I mean, we, we certainly uh, did work together in that in those instances, and, and we become a conduit to, uh, to the Jewish community uh, with, uh, with important information to uh, members of the Jewish community and our, our partner security organizations in, uh, uh, in New Jersey. Maybe tell us examples of some other groups that you work with or that may have received this award in the past, just so people understand the, the types of organizations the FBI works with. The other groups that we work with are really anywhere and everywhere, uh, not necessarily just specific to one ethnic group or um, one community or faith-based group. Um, we work with the acad academia. We work with individuals who might be uh, promoting um, some sort of education and training towards those uh, who may have gone through PTSD or other victims of crimes where they're looking as community leaders to um, help them get back on their feet, if you will. Um, so that, uh, those are the types of community awards that we give out through the Direct Community Leadership Awards. We find in the FBI we have about 13,000 special agents and about 37,000 total employees. And you compare that to the number of Americans here in the United States, and it's just a drop in the bucket. So we have to rely on all organizations, 
in all uh, areas of the state, in the nation, in the country, as a way of training, educating, getting the word out, being the eyes and ears. We have our own Citizens Academy where we bring folks in for seven weeks straight, uh, one night a week in order to train them on what the FBI does. And then when they go back into the leadership positions within their community, now they become the eyes and ears in the FBI. So although the Director's Community Leadership Awards have been around since 1990, we really have been focusing on uh, engagement with the community through academia, through um, businesses, through the private sector for a very long time when we realize we have to do it a lot more now as a way of helping us accomplish our mission. Well, we are deeply honored to be uh, to have been chosen among uh, such important organizations doing such great work. And, and you know, when I accepted the award, which you, you also gave to me locally in, in our annual meeting in New York, I, I said how much this belies the myth that the FBI or, or law enforcement in general uh, is separate from civil society, not in sync with civil society. Uh, you really work very, very closely. Um, Tell us more broadly how the FBI works with civil society to prevent anti-Semitism and, and all forms of hate, and what, what our listeners should do if they, if they confront it. Really, we rely on um, the tips and the information that come from the community. And what we want to do is we take in all the stats, and we've seen a 12% increase in hate crimes over the last year, and then use those stats a way of educating and dedicating resources. So more broadly... Um, I would say, in general, if you're the victim of a hate crime, call us. And you can reach out to us in many ways. Uh, 911 is a good start, or your local field office. But report it. And believe me, we're going to take every effort to put as many resources as possible towards making sure it doesn't happen again. Thank you so much, Special Agent in Charge of uh, FBI Newark, James Danahy, for the honor you bestowed upon ADL and for your incredible partnership with ADL and so many organizations. And thanks for being on From the Front Lines. Thanks very much for having me. I'll talk to you soon. And, of course, a big thank you to the listeners who tuned in to From the Front Lines, either live on WVOX 1460 AM or as a podcast. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or on Spotify to ensure that you do not miss a show. Just search for From the Front Lines. And please engage in these important conversations throughout the week by following me on Facebook and Twitter. My handle is at Scott A. Richmond, and our hashtag is fighting hate for good.